Good morning, LCU. How many in this auditorium have ever ridden a bull? Now you know something about our distinguished LCU alumnus uh, and LCU trustee guest speaker this morning, Albert Gillespie. After he graduated from LCU, Albert went on to uh, get an MBA from um, uh, Texas Tech University. Is that, did I get that right? Is it, it, West Texas. West Texas a and and uh, he uh, and went on to found Rebus Capital, which manages apartment units across the state of Texas. He is a prominently sought-after guest lecturer at TCU. If you haven't heard of that, that's a tiny school that sits in the shadow of its larger cousin, LCU, here. And he's a frequently sought-after guest speaker here. He is a devoted husband to Tristan, a devoted father to Barrett and Easton. And you need to know two other things about Albert before he shares some of his story. One, he is tenacious. He finds a way to get to yes if the yes is a good yes. And secondly, he loves the Lord. Please welcome Lubbock Christian University, one of our very own Albert Gillespie. Hi. I'm Albert. I graduated from LCU in 2010 with a biology degree which means, where does faculty sit at this point? Which means there's a number in the audience that knew me when I was 18 years old, and yet they still let me come back and talk to you guys. Uh, one of those who, who knew me was Miss Keisha Jackson, who texted me a few weeks ago and asked me to come speak to you guys, um, which was hilarious that she would ask me to come speak in chapel. Uh, but I was also honored and excited, and I instantly said yes without knowing what she wanted me to talk about. And so I got a little more of what she wanted me to talk about, and she wanted me to address a how question that I've wrestled with or answered, and I thought might as well ask me the meaning of life. Um, But one of those questions that I've spent a lot of time with, a lot of time wrestling with, is how do I use my talents for the kingdom? How do I use my talents and passions to fulfill the Great Commission? Um, So real quick, let me see a show of hands. Where are my Bible majors? Youth ministry, ministry, Bible, anything. You are absolutely vital to the kingdom and the growth of the kingdom. I think that's apparent and obvious in what you're studying, what your profession does. No one would argue that. What about everybody else? Where are all of my non-Bible majors? Raise your hand. You are just as valuable to the kingdom. You are just as vital to the growth of the kingdom. I don't think we do a very good job of communicating that or modeling that, but you are just as vital to the kingdom. Click. There it is. All right. The mission statement of the university is LCU is a Christ-centered academic community of learners transforming the hearts, minds, and hands of students for lives of purpose and service. So to me, that means you are here to learn who you were uniquely made for the kingdom. You are here to learn what your unique gifts and talents are and then develop them and then put them to work for the kingdom. And so, and so my kind of recipe for that is, is discover your talents, develop them, and then put them to work for the kingdom. 
I'm not preaching some prosperity, health and wealth gospel, or even this salvation through works. Uh, So please don't hear that. But I do believe that we were uniquely gifted and that we should be good stewards of those gifts and use them for the kingdom. And so I feel at this point in my life, I feel a reasonable amount of certainty that I was gifted in the arena of business to use that for the kingdom. And not too long ago, longer than I care to admit, I was sitting where you guys were and I felt a lot less certainty. I came to LCU as a pre-dental major. Being a dentist, uh, working for yourself, having doctor in front of your name was something I thought I could be proud of. And my parents, my grandparents, my relatives, they latched onto that pretty quick. It didn't take long for them to introduce me to people as, hi, this is my grandson. He's a dentist. I'm like, no, might be a dentist. And so I came to LCU with some, some pressure and kind of some high expectations. And I was an okay student. I got okay grades by the grace of a lot of professors here. Um, and I knew, you know, because I was an okay student, I needed to go all in and build my resume for, to get into dental school. And so I studied, I prepared really hard. I got a great DAT score. Um, I worked several jobs, part-time jobs in the healthcare field to build my resume. I shadowed a ton of dentists. I went on a ton of mission trips. Um, here, I'm, I'm assisting in Mexico. So back then, before the cartels were as prominent as they are in Mexico, I would take my little... Ford Ranger, which was a total chick magnet then. Uh, And me and a dentist from back home would load that up with equipment and drive down into Mexico and hold dental clinics. We we did that five or six times. I got to go to, on an 18-day medical mission trip to Uganda. Imagine a a 21-year-old with two of his best friends and a 24-hour layover in Dubai. Um, I got to White River Raft the Nile, 12 rapids, six of them are Category 5s. It was absolutely epic. Later, I got to go on another medical mission trip to Ecuador. I got to take my dad and brother with me, and we basically stayed on the side of a mountain. And one of their main exports is roses. And so on our time off, we were hiking mountains surrounded by rose plantations. It was absolutely beautiful, a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I got a few interviews for dental school, but I didn't get in. I failed. I never failed anything before. I had to go and tell my family, my friends, all of them knew that I went to LCU and I was supposed to be a dentist. Did I have talent for that? Apparently not. Was I passionate about it? It it took time to come to this realization, but no, I, I wasn't really passionate about dentistry. I was passionate about the mission trips and the adventures, but because of that, that really wasn't an opportunity for me. And so I graduated with no competence and thought, well, what next? I failed. So one of my undergrad jobs, I worked for a medical device company, and so I went and worked full-time there. Um, And thankfully, one of my friends gave me a personal development book um, really to just distract me and cheer me up, Outliers. And I don't know if you've read it, but I was fascinated. I couldn't put it down. And so I read that, and then I read another personal development and another, and I, I began thinking, is this how it's supposed to feel? My, 
biology degree, science was hard. I did not want to study. It was, I didn't like it. But this was easy. And so I began reading business development books. And then at work, I began exploring and trying different roles and different jobs and exposing myself to different areas of business. And I discovered I had this unexpected talent in business. And through reading, I was developing this passion for business. Uh, but the sector, whatever, of business is pretty broad. And I really didn't know where I fit in in that. So there was too many, too much opportunity. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. And so I, I kept reading. I read dozens and dozens of real estate books. I grew up in construction. And so I thought, you know, on the nights and weekends, I, I would try other things. And so I, I began flipping houses and buying duplexes. Chip and Joanna were kind of just becoming a big thing. And that was, that was super popular. And I, and I discovered that I had a talent in real estate and project management. But I wasn't passionate about it. I wasn't passionate about clean pea stains and all kinds of stuff out of people's houses. Um, so then I started a, another business, a valley trash business, which is essentially taking the trash out for college students in large um, student housing apartment complexes. And I quickly found out that I didn't have a talent nor a passion for that, but I learned about opportunities in commercial real estate. So I went on to try several other businesses. I spent a lot of money. I failed a lot. I humiliate myself often. But all of those paths led me to what I do today. And so I'm in commercial real estate. Essentially, we flip apartment complexes. Um, that's the perfect marriage of business and real estate because apartment complexes are valued based on running a successful business. It's income minus expenses. And so if you can do that well, and that's, and that's a passion that I, I've learned that I had that learning and, and improving that. And so it's a marriage of my talents, my passions, and there's opportunities there. So I found that. It, took, it was messy, but I found what I'm passionate about. But how do I use that for the kingdom? That's, that's something you wrestle with as a non-Bible major. Like, am I really doing this for the kingdom? And so I want to I model that, and I want you to see this. So, so follow me. Follow me for a second. So if you're a resident in one of our apartment complexes, your rent is the average of the apartments nearby. The interior is just a little bit nicer. The exterior, there's a few more amenities. The utilities, we've developed different projects that they're 40% cheaper. Safety, they're safer. We, we pursue police safety ratings. Uh, we're going to build your credit. We're going to go that extra step. Spend that extra money to report your on-time payments to build your credit. Internet and streaming. I've negotiated contracts statewide that our internet and streaming is 40% cheaper than what you can get on your own. Savings account. If you renew with us after a year, we take 3% of your rent and put it into a savings account for you. Community building. We partner with a nonprofit that is faith-based. We give them an apartment to live in. We pay their monthly expenses, and we give them a budget to host monthly events to build community at our complexes. They build this community through hosting events and loving people and spreading the gospel. I go on and on about our residents. Taking a step back, our staff. So a lot of times when I'm looking at a potential property to buy, I have to pretend to be an insurance inspector or a lender, all because these other owners are afraid their people might find out that they're gonna sell and leave. We treat our people like owners. They know the goal of the game. They know we wanna sell after five, six years. 
and they're excited about that. And when we sell, they get to participate in that. They get a huge bonus, and then they're going to come to the next property with us and do it again. So we take them with us. Our investors, uh, some of them are Christian. Some of them aren't. But their money has helped funding the on-site experience that we have that is spreading the gospel. Me, personally, there's all of these, these different faith projects that I get to use my talents and my brain to figure out how to make those make sense, how to make those make business sense, or how to make them profitable so that they're sustainable. And I can do it again and again and again and impact more and more people. And what's, what's funny is a lot of these lessons that I'm learning in these other industries apply to faith organizations. I'm not on stage Sunday morning, nor do any of you want me to be. But I can use my knowledge to help lead the business of the church. And so, again, kind of my, my recipe of, of how to use your, your talents is discovering your talents. It's threefold. It's discover your talents, develop your talents, and put those talents to work for the kingdom. And so discovering your talents. Be a lifelong learner. Learn, spend this time, learn about yourself. Take every personality test that comes across you. Enneagram, Myers-Briggs, DISC, whatever. Learn what makes you uniquely you and what makes you tick. And commit to reading daily. Get to know scripture. Get to know what experts say about your talents. And then develop your talents. Find mentors. Find people who have done what you want to do and that have done it well and copy them. But be intentional with your time. We, only have, we don't know how much time we have. We don't have a lot of it. So you need to be intentional with that. Set goals. And then once you've developed those, put those to work for the kingdom. Be a Christian who? A Christian who just happens to have those talents and passions. And then surround yourself with support. I'm sure you, this is cliche, corny, whatever, but it's true. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I have a group of guys around me that hold me accountable, that when I'm, when I'm high, they keep me humble. When I'm low, they lift my head up. When my marriage is struggling, they support me. And even today, there's some of them in the audience that took off work just to come support me. Guys, I'm not a great speaker, but they just came to show support. So surround yourself with people. I want to close with, with this. You're in a special place. This, the secret sauce of LCU is this community. It's not normal for your, your teachers to know you by name. It's not normal for you to have their cell phone numbers. And so as you're pursuing your talents, as you are pursuing your passions, reach out. Reach out to the faculty, the staff, the alumni, the trustees. Uh, reach out. We're an open book, and that is your secret sauce that the kids down the street don't have. So reach out to me. My door is open. Thank you, and you're dismissed.